welcome. I am uh, super excited to have on the podcast today uh, the co-host of Own Your Wellness podcast, both Tori and Leslie. Uh, welcome. Thank, thank you both for uh, for joining. Thank you for having sure. me. And I love no, that. Thrilled. Yeah, and I love that you guys are in this health and wellness space, really trying to help people. Um, you know, it's 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 such a great profession to be able to kind of help somebody have a mind shift. Um, and, you know, just really being able to take them to a different place. And so really just understanding, you know, how did both of you guys get into that space? What prompted it? And so I don't know who wants to go first. Right, you're going first. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. That I always love that question because mm. I feel like it's so loaded. But then when I think back to really what got me into the space, it was just the fact that as I continued my healing journey with food and, and kind of like working through the, my own steps and understanding like what a healthier lifestyle means for me um, individually, I um, definitely realized how impactful that could be for someone else as well. Mm. Right. So I just found that my own story and healing myself and, and finding what worked for me, I didn't see that really being, um, like a way of, of life, if you will, right? Like people preach diets and they preach supplements and all of these different things you can do. But it's really, I think, more impactful when you work with someone who has gone through certain things as well. They've come mm. out on the other side a little bit stronger uh, with a little bit more knowledge about it. And they're kind of able to put that into writing and, and help you as well, right? So I think that's what got me really interested is the fact that I have the experience and then I turned it into getting certified and actually being able to coach. Yeah. And that's wonderful. It's such a nice kind of transition because you get to just speak your authentic self and your authentic truth. Like, you know, there's no pretending this is what worked for me. This is what it did for me. And, you know, here's what it will be able to do for you and, 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 and kind of do that. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And Leslie, how about you? <laughs> uh, for sure. So, um, yeah, definitely loaded question. I feel like of everyone has such a unique path into tapping into wellness. Mm -hmm. um, you know, mine really came from severe suffering of anxiety and depression. Mm. And um, I really wanted to find a way to naturally heal myself. And um, all the arrows were pointing towards doing the work, you know, work that I didn't think that I was capable of or worthy of for a majority of my life. You know, I just mm. didn't think it was possible for me to really figure out how to create health. And, um, so of course, you know, for me, it got to a point where a point of desperation for relief was really what I was looking for. And, um, once the clarity of what I needed to do was just so black and white, um, that I needed to, to do the work. And, um, and also, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have, um, funds to hire a health coach. Mm. I didn't have, you know, the resources in my family or throughout my friend groups that knew how to, um, coach me through or guide me through healing myself. And um, so I was like, all right, well, this is going to be, I, I honestly can't say that 
from the beginning, I knew just how much work I was about to put in, but I was like, whatever the hell this is going to take, I'm up for it, you know? Well, and I think that most people probably find that, right? Like all of a sudden you get into something and you're just like, wow. And, uh, but when you're doing something for yourself, right? Like this has meaning, you understand your why you then can kind of push past boundaries or think about different things. Have you, and I'm sure you both found that and probably help other people with that. Yeah. I think the cost misconception is actually a really interesting thing because what, what happens when you come to learn, you know, some of these lifestyle practices that impact your mental health, that impact your physical health, they're free right? Like Mm. getting a little bit more sunlight during the day, which means going outside and not staying as sedentary maybe than you're used to. That's free. Mm -hmm. Drinking a little bit more water. Ideally, if you have access to clean water, you know, I know we're not, we don't all have that access, but if you do have that accessibility, that's free to drink a little Mm -hmm. bit more water. Like there are so many things, you know, getting getting to bed a little bit earlier at night and maybe not scrolling your phone for three hours beforehand because all that blue light might keep you up. Like those are, this is all free. This is free healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. You could, you know, if you're able to go outside, go for a 30 minute walk, it's both, you know, beneficial for your physical as well as your mental health. Mm -hmm. There's lots of free meditation. There's lots of things that you can do for free. But you have to you have to start to take accountability, right? You have to start to want something different for yourself. And then that's where certainly the coaching allows people to say, okay, well, here's some of those alternatives. Here's some of the things that you can do. And then let me help you, you know, stay on track. Let me help yes. you kind of push this because each individual's journey, each individual's journey is their own, but we all need help, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah. surprising thing is that, sorry, Les, I'm like taking you over. No, <laughs> no. The surprising thing is that I think um, it's, you know, it's actually a lot easier to stay in the place that's so comfortable. And that place mm-hmm. that's so comfortable is normally not one um, that really gets you off your couch, right? Like staying in kind of that headspace that this is my life. This is what I'm going to deal with. I get four hours of sleep. That's better than nothing. Right. All these things that we say to ourselves, and then we make the excuse attached to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really easy. It's easy to stay there. It's a lot more difficult to actually do things that are outside our comfort and also outside of what we've been taught. So half the things that we go through, Leslie and I, with our clients is the unlearning process, the unlearning and the reteaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that can be difficult. You've learned the same thing for 15, 20 years. And now we're telling you something kind of completely different and it makes sense, but it's like, that's not what, the way you were taught it. Right. Well, and I'm sure you guys both, you know, get that like, okay, now we understand this, but then it's really hard to kind of stick to it. It's easy for maybe a week or two when we see some immediate results and we get excited about things. But then we get a distraction, then life happens, we lose a little momentum. And then it's like, well, what do we do next? And it's so hard to keep that, keep that boulder moving up that hill, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you hit a wall or you lose momentum in any way. Well, you know, one of the, one of kind of like my taglines of my work that I do with my clients is that I coach you how to live a healthy lifestyle in the real world, 
you know, like this world of like going into a diet and just Mm. not taking into consideration that we are surrounded by toxicity. We're surrounded by poor decisions. Um, And finding that balance is where you find the consistency. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we, we live in America. America is not a healthy country. We, our food system is fucked Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of things to improve upon, you know, from a mainstream perspective. And you have to be able to identify those things and have conscious indulgences and let go of the perfectionism because it's simply not possible. Now, if it was thousands of years ago and we lived in the forest and we were just surrounded by nothing but whole foods and we hunted and gathered our own food, that would be our only option. But we are now surrounded by tons of toxic options. So I was just going to say, and people don't truly, truly think about these things. Like all of the food is manufactured and tested to make sure that it's going to be able to do the things that it needs to right? like sustain, you know, shelf life and all of those things. And so if you think about that, there's a lot of things that are in all of the food that we eat, unless you're eating clean, that, that, that really can affect the body in a variety of ways, but they're, but they're chemicals, right? Like they are, they're put into food in order to do something. And, you know, that's just, yeah, the, big, the biggest food manufacturing companies in the U.S. that own a majority of our crops and the way our food is even distributed and all of that good stuff, they don't care about your health. Mm. They care about the money that's coming in and the bottom line for them. And I think that's 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 hard for us to understand. Like when we go into a store and we see something that says no sugar or the words healthy or, you know, lose weight fast. Like that's what we're attached to. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas once you kind of learn a little bit more on, on ingredients and even a little bit more behind some of these companies, you turn the box over and you're like, Ooh, okay. So the front was BS and the back actually tells me what I need to know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even talking about like the, um, the content per se, like the percentages. Cause I, I don't even think that matters as much as reading the actual food ingredient list mm-hmm. and seeing what's in the product itself. Well, even, even the way that all of our food is farmed is not a nutrient dense system. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, everything is tilled. So there's no nutrients in the soil and then it's added in. And so instead of farming in a different way, because it's cheaper, you know, we don't truly get the nutrients that we should even from the vegetables that are grown. Mm-hmm. It's well, really sad. Also, it is. I think when we, when we become aware of truly how negatively this is impacting us, it's, it's just mind blowing. Like we've normalized depression, anxiety, type two diabetes, cancer, um, infertility, Mm. all of these things that we are not linking to what we are putting in our body. Like, I don't think that we are really wrapping our heads around the fact that we're eating things that are not food that our bodies were never meant to consume. And so our check engine lights are popping up all over the place. And once you know that, and you really wrap your head around it, it really comes down to then 
how bad do you want to feel good? You know, you have the knowledge. Um, now you just have to start taking one step, you know, putting one foot in front of the other. And, you know, like Tori said, you know, one of the things that I really have to remind a lot of my clients about is that you've been living this lifestyle since you were born, you know, your, your parents, helped, you know, your parents, your friends, your friend group, like you've been creating this relationship with food, with lifestyle for your entire life. And we are not going to unravel that entire thing in a matter of three or four months together. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it really takes years. And I personally am still, I'm going to be evolving my lifestyle and my relationship with food for the rest of my life. Like it, but, but that's the most beautiful thing about it is there's so much to know and to discover and to trial and error to really customize the way that you live your life for you. And what's beautiful is that you have control over your quality of life. And I don't think people realize how much control they have. Yeah, I love that because that is so true and, 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 and just kind of own it, right? Like it's, it's, it's yours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, I, we were just talking about, you know, last week we went on vacation and, um, uh, my brother-in-law was bringing his motorcycle. So he had a trailer, uh, and we were just kind of talking and I was just like, well, if there's space, I would love to bring my rower. I have an indoor rower and I do a lot of rowing. And they were yeah. Like, like you're going to do that in four out of the five days I rode for at least 30 minutes. You know, normally I do an hour, but I'm on vacation. I did something and what people, I guess, don't understand. It's like, you know, just because I'm on vacation doesn't mean I don't enjoy, like, I'm going to take a break from the things that make me feel good. Yes. And so spending 30 minutes for myself on the rower makes me feel good, both physically and mentally. And so why would I not want to do that? Whether I'm on vacation or not, these are things that I enjoy. So, so do them regardless of what's going on. Yeah. Huge growth potential when you start to have that mindset, because you will always encounter someone who has something to say. You'll always encounter judgment, whether mm-hmm. even it could even be from your family, the people who love you most. But unfortunately, you know, some, some things have stigma, right? So if you go out to eat and you order something that maybe, you know, the whole table is ordering pasta, but you're in the mood maybe for a salmon and, or whatever it is. Someone might oh. say, why, why are you doing that? And you have to just say, cause I want to, right? we all got, we all got grinders and mm. you know, the one that I got, you know, had tofu in it and all of that. I'm, I'm primarily a plant-based, you know, eat, you know, I, eat, you know, I don't eat a lot of meat whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's because it's foreign. People don't understand it. You know, there's that, Oh, I would never eat that. Oh, it doesn't smell good, but it really like, it tastes good. I feel good. And so, you know, I don't, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and to your point about, you know, how sometimes people don't, um, have a grasp as to why you would prioritize something like that on your vacation is because a lot of people don't understand what kinds of instant gratifications you get from Mm. moving. Like a lot of people think about when you're working out or when you're eating well, the only reason that you're doing that is to meet some goal, like way down the road to find this physique. Shrink yourself. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with physique. Like I literally don't care what I look like. I care what I feel like. Mm -hmm. 
there is a benefit from the things that I do that has allowed me to look a certain way, but yeah. that is it's a byproduct. That is, yeah, like that is not what I'm after. That is not the the main objective. I, you know, I lost both of my parents at a very young age. My mm -hmm. goal for this whole process that I'm going through is to be as healthy as possible for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the goal. Mm -hmm. And it, and and like you were saying, those things are going to fluctuate and change year after year. I could six years ago, I'd never would have thought that I would be doing the things that I'm doing now. And guess what? Six years from now, I better not be doing the same things that I'm doing today. Yeah. Yeah. Weight, weight loss. Yeah. Weight loss is tends to be like one of the biggest things you see people searching for, right? Weight loss. I mean, it's a billion yeah. dollar industry, but what I love to tell people is when you find the balance of living a healthier lifestyle, weight loss is such a beautiful side effect. If that's what you're searching for, mm -hmm. but it, you know, you, you realign your gut, maybe even you realign your hormones. And there's so many things that can happen when you do these tiny little changes. We're not talking about a complete restriction. We're talking yeah. about tiny things that end up, you know, a month, two months, three months down the line, getting you to mentally feel better, more clear, more mm -hmm. excited. And then also physically, yeah, you probably have de-bloated and you probably have a little bit more confidence and there's a lot of things that will shine through. Yeah. And, and it should evolve. I mean, you know, the last thing that you want to do. And, and when I started this journey, cause I used to be about 290 pounds, you know, was restrictive eating because there's things that I enjoy that I was never going to give up. And that's still the same. I hold that true today is that there are some things that I'm just not going to do when I want ice cream, I'm going to have ice cream and I'm not going to have any of the, the non ice cream bullshit. Like I want yeah. the real thing and I'm fine with that. But what's your, what's your favorite ice cream? We need to know. <laughs> my go-to is strawberry. I love oh, it. Oh, nice. Strawberry with rainbow sprinkles, like <laughs> hands down. I don't like chocolate jimmies. It's got to be rainbow sprinkles, but that must fact, be like a childhood thing. Yeah, and, it, and it's probably more the rainbow sprinkle addiction than yeah. it is. Ice cream, but that's <laughs> right. my, yeah, that's my that's my that's my jam. I love that. You know what? What some people, or I keep saying some people, or people don't understand, but I don't know what people do or don't understand, but our bodies are resilient. Mm -hmm. You know, like our bodies can take a little ding here and there, but like, it's when we don't even give it a fighting chance. That's, that's when we're in the danger zone. Like mm -hmm. there is space for conscience indulgences to, to, you know, like they, there are things that are part of life that are, you know, what some people live for, you know? Yeah. So and they, and, and, and when you compound bad decisions, now, if I may, if I ate fast food, you know, for three meals and then had, you know, ice cream, like that is not a help. That's not a day that you're going to feel terrible. Well, yeah. And people wonder why they're, they feel lethargic or they don't have any energy. Yeah. Well, you know, look at the food that you eat, you know, what is it, what is it actually doing for, you know, your system? Yeah. Well, it's just, some of it is literally not food like it's offensive that like it is literally called food like it's not food it's literally like 75 to 80 percent chemicals yeah. and then it, you know it just it's frankenstein food yes yeah. we call it yeah. franken food i yeah. think i got that from dr hyman um, <laughs> but it's yeah. it's just like we don't co put connect those dots because yeah. the food industry has brainwashed us 
to think that food is something you put in your mouth. It tastes amazing. It satisfies your hunger and that's it. But like literally food is what dictates everything mm-hmm. about our appearance, our brain functionality, our immune system. Like we were just talking about, you know, some of these byproducts that develop that we wouldn't even imagine we were able to accomplish. Um, like you were talking about Tori, like deep bloating and, you know, more energy things that you wouldn't expect. I literally just realized the other day that I have not been sick in two and a half years. Mm. I have not even had the common cold in two and a half years. And these are things that are so normalized and anticipated and expected of our bodies, but they're actually not normal. Like Tori and I have been kind of on this tangent a little bit about how the fitness industry has completely normalized bloating. Mm. Um, Like we've seen, you know, all over social media, how fitness influencers have daily reminders that it is normal for your stomach to just completely puff out in an uncomfortable way. Like, um, yeah, that is normal when you eat and consume the kinds of things that you're consuming, but that's not normal for the human body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. It's such a dangerous trend that it's going around Instagram right now with this mm. fitness and bloating thing. If you haven't seen it yet, um, Scott, it, it's, it's a little concerning, but I mean, you yeah. kind of you look at their products that they're, you know, if you go to their page and you kind of look at some of the products that they're backing artificial flavors, preservatives, uh, words that honestly I need to Google. I don't even know what they are. Mm-hmm. And these are the it's things so that are going to contribute yeah. to you feeling that way. I mean, they're, they're foreign substances that aren't met, meant to be in your gut, right? So what is mm-hmm. your gut doing? They're trying to push it out and that's going to be really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, it is very disturbing. And, and, and I noticed once I started this kind of plant-based diet just how I felt and a lot of things that I had felt like before I just I I no longer feel and bloating is definitely one of them Mm -hmm. Um, just that that after you eat that expansion in your stomach that is just like ah I can't do anything so uncomfortable so uncomfortable Yeah. And I think everyone's going to be really different. And I think that's also another beautiful thing about kind of finding at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, you know, and what is constantly evolving, but finding the foods that will work for you, because for you, you know, being more plant-based and and finding that happy medium, that's so beautiful. And for other people, if they do eat a little bit more, you know, grass-fed beef or, you know, whatever it is, they could still find that for themselves too. So I think it's so important that they get that it's, it's, it's certain foods for you that will make you feel good or bad. 100%. And I'm a big advocate of like, <laughs> this is your journey. Figure yeah. Like what are those things that make you feel the best? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Go ahead. Oh no. I was just going to say, so being both in this space and now doing this podcast together, did you guys know each other before? When did you guys meet? What was that like? Cause you guys seem to have an amazing connection. Yeah, we've only known each other for like a year and a half. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. You can make best friends over the age of 25. That's fantastic. Um, you can make best friends at any age. Yeah, honestly. I met her a year and a half ago. And not only are we incredible business partners, but 
she just joined me in wedding dress shopping, you know, Mm. like it's just such a beautiful thing. And, you know, also something that we, it might be valuable for us to talk about here is we're also starting to kind of notice um, friendships from previous chapters in our life aren't really aligning, you know, with our future goals and our expectations that we hold for ourselves with the energy that we surround ourselves with. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think we, I think it's highlighted a lot um, about meeting new people and creating a new circle. But I think what also needs to be talked about is how hard it is sometimes to sever or separate yourself from, you know, relationships and and friendships in your past, or even in your family, you know, um, things, things that really just, our dead weight. Um, that well, that's tough that's a, to deal with. And that's a, and that's a very difficult thing, I think for people to truly understand, because the biggest thing that we all want is acceptance, right? That we mm-hmm. want this kind of community around us. And so sometimes we put ourselves or we tolerate toxic situations that we shouldn't because we still want that security. We still want that comfort from other people. And it takes a lot to then build that strength to say, no, this is what's best for me. And I'm going to start to surround myself with that. I just posted something today. You are who you surround yourself with, Mm. you know, and, and so, you know, if you're in a negative situation, kind of look at what's surrounding you and just be with people that are going to support you and lift you up and celebrate your accomplishments, right? Like there's enough for all of us to go around. Like I am, should be equally as excited for my own success as I am for your success. Yeah. We are very influenced. I, I believe so strongly that human beings are such an influenced species. Mm. Um, and, and we don't really put a lot of weight on that. So it's so important, not, and not even just in your friend group, you know, you got to watch Tori and I were just talking about this. What are you putting, what are you feeding your brain with, with your social media feed? Mm. You know, what are you surrounding? You know, what are you listening to every day? What are you watching every day? Um, I think it's, it's just putting yourself on a pedestal, like you just said, and giving yourself that Mm self-respect to be able to set those boundaries and make those tough decisions that, you know, need to be made. Um, but I'll circle back to the Own Your Wellness podcast, how we met. Tori, I'll let you kind of tell us. <laughs> definitely sidetracked. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, when when we met, I think what was so, what ignited so much was just the fact that for a moment in time, we were completely and 100% authentically ourselves. Mm. And we had just met. We had just met. And within five minutes of talking, there was no like front or, you know, I mean, it's, it can be hard meeting new people and, and you can't maybe open Trying up. Trying to brag about, yeah. oh, this is yeah. and, and like, you know, but not really giving your full self. You're giving exactly. a of what you think you want to present to somebody else. Exactly. And we were able to do that within five minutes of meeting each other, which I think is, is, you know, something of, yeah, something that's special and something that's very like what I like to believe is, is so aligned with the universe. Like there's a reason why we both met. There's a reason why we're together in this space. And, um, and we talked about own your wellness, not necessarily the name, but we talked about a podcast, our first time meeting ever, like ended that conversation. We were like, 
I kind of wish this was recorded because we just spent two hours in a random coffee shop talking about so much good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then finally a year later, we were like, all right, should we hit record? Like, should we start recording? Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, that's a tough thing, right? Like I thought about doing a podcast for probably mm. a year, year and a half, but mm. getting that first one done was such like a, a process. I didn't even know where to go to listen to podcasts. I was just like, I don't know, where do I, what do I do? Like, I wasn't a big listener. And then mm. once I started, I was like, there's some great stuff out there that uh, has been a lot of fun. Yeah, we're only a few months in and and we have definitely progressively gotten better. We're becoming more comfortable. And I think that's the thing about life as well is allowing yourself to have mistakes and to fall down, especially in finding the lifestyle that works for you. Like this trial and error thing that needs to happen in order for you to actually move forward. So if you try something and you fail, like that's okay. Well, yeah. just, just like what you were just saying, sorry, Leslie, I'll, I'll come back, but you were just talking about, you know, having people influence you. So when we try mm-hmm. something new, we're heavily influenced by what one people are already doing. And then two, what maybe their opinion is of us while we're doing this thing that we've never done before. And yeah. so if you've done something new, how can you possibly expect to do that thing the way that you would do it six months from now? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have to be able to give ourselves this break of what this initial period looks like and to just accept that it's not going to look good, but it's going to get better if that's what we want. Yeah. And you get to look back and, and really see those accomplishments. I mean, we were just talking the other day about how the first time we recorded the intro episode, we had recorded it like three or four times. We were sitting on my couch and at first it wasn't recording and we were like 15 minutes in. And then the next one, we were like, um, uh, okay, so, uh, what do we want to cover again? Like we're, we're like five minutes in, right? So I mean, we, we had to keep hitting the record button, but like looking back on it it's such a beautiful thing now we just hit it we're ready to go we know what we're doing and we're still learning but it's it's really fun I think it was my fourth podcast that I was recording I got all the way through the end and then I had a great conversation I really had an amazing conversation and then I went to go edit it and realized that I did not oh like how painful like gut-wrenching what a horrible thing to then email that individual to say so Mm-hmm. Uh, but would you be willing to do this again? You yeah, know? <laughs> right. Really enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> but, you know, again, I had to, as much as I wanted to beat myself up because I'm an individual that would do that, mm-hmm. uh, I had to let that go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. either they're going to want to come back on or they're not. And I can't control that. I just mm-hmm. have to say that, hey, this is something that I'm new to. Um, and guess what? I now have a sticky note on my laptop that says record. So I will never make that mistake again. Yeah. Um, You know, the thing I was going to say a couple minutes ago is just to allow yourself to be a rookie, mm. you know, allow yourself to be bad at something brand new. And the thing that I always remind myself of, because I'm very self-critical, it's something I'm definitely working on and perfectionism Mm -hmm. is an issue for me. Um, Every single person that is in the limelight, you know, like all these functional medicine doctors that sound like just complete pros at podcasts now, they all had a beginning. They all had a phase when they were rookies. And, mm-hmm. and that also can relate to 
you know, um, I think a lot of people struggle with the ability to identify as a kind of person that lives a healthy lifestyle, um, because they see people that are thriving in it and they just see it as being just so far out of their reach, but it's that ego, that, that wall of a thick ass ego, you have to push aside Mm -hmm. to allow yourself to start gradually building the confidence to identify as a person that does prioritize their health and knowing that you're not going to be perfect Mm -hmm. at it from the beginning. Um, but you're unafraid to try something new because you're not afraid to be a rookie at something. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You know, and uh, your podcast is, is infectious. So, so, I mean, you guys just seem like you have a blast that you just oh, yeah. enjoy the conversations and it's just, it's such great content. Um, and so what has been the biggest surprise in doing this podcast for you guys that you didn't necessarily anticipate? Hmm. That's a good question. And also, <laughs> thank you for the compliment because it's very sweet. Seriously. Well, uh, no, it is. It just even the last one. I love that you guys just had these five random questions that you would kind of dug into and like going on to like brain health and, you know, just even the first, like the morning smoothie. I'm like, I love this because my smoothie is made up of almond milk, pumpkin seeds, hemp seeds, bananas, yes. berries, and spinach. Like, I love it. And so I was immediately just kind of, you know, interested, but your interaction with each other is fantastic. And I think that that's, that's the fun part about it. So you guys seem like you're just, you're having fun. And uh, uh, yeah, I think we really wanted to, hopefully this was kind of the, the intent and I'm happy to hear that that's happening, but we really wanted people to kind of pop us into their ears and they were a part of the conversation. So we mm-hmm. couldn't hear them obviously, but they were there and, and they're a part of it with us. So I think that's, that's definitely something we continue to work on is, um, you know, it's not, it's not really fun to ever be preached at. It's not, you know, it's not fun to be told to do something, but if you come into a very inviting conversation and, you know, maybe you take one thing away from it mm-hmm. and you try it out boom our job feels like it's been done mm-hmm. yeah 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 and have you had people reach out to you and and you know and that might be one of the unexpected things is like you know you're doing this to kind of give knowledge but then when people respond back to you and say how it has affected them that it gives us just kind of a nice like okay this is a lot of work but it's worth it because somebody's getting something from it Yeah. So, you know, I I don't know if this should have been a surprise, but the feeling of fulfillment that Mm. I think both of us get um, from hearing from somebody that they took the time and trusted us to sit there and listen to, you know, these tips and tricks that we're sharing with people and they say like, I tried this and it changed my life or I tried this and it really helped with my bloating. Um, you know, like just these small accomplishments that people go out of their way to reach out to us and let us know, like, I don't even think they really understand how much that really means to us, the impact you know, that it has, yeah. the impact that it has. And, and just, I, I feel very enabled, you know, you don't always I didn't know if I had the capability to influence in that, you know, in that depth. 
And um, although we are pouring into other people to help them build confidence and health and quality of life, they are also pouring into us, mm-hmm. you know, so much fulfillment and confidence that we are capable of making a difference, you know, and that's a big reason why we did the podcast is because we're both personal health coaches. We do a lot of one-on-one mm-hmm. and I've just had so many conversations with people that I'm like, oh, I wish I had the bandwidth to coach 50 people, you know, at one time, but it's just exactly. not possible. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Tori and I are just so in sync on our beliefs around health and how to create it. Um, and so that, you know, that's why we joined each other together in this. And I think another, this wasn't surprising, but um, how well we work together and yeah. are fueled by each other, I think was not, not surprising, but it was just like, wow, this is even better than I thought it was, you know, going to be. Um, so there's just been a lot of really incredible things, um, to, to happen. Awesome. That's fantastic. And now you both have accomplished a lot in a short period of time. You know, when you look back on your careers and what you're able to do, is there one thing that kind of stands out for you each on just kind of what you're most proud of that, you know, you've been able to do or that you've been able to transition or accomplish for yourselves? Yeah. Well, you know, this is definitely a continuous journey always. Um, but when it became 2021, I really said to myself, there's not going to be anyone or anything that's going to elevate you to what you will feel is the next level, the next stage of your life. So I said to myself, okay, so that means that I have to do that. And it's a really scary jump, but I did it and I just started doing it. And I just started putting out more content and I just started believing in myself. And I just started doing all of these things. And before I knew it, like people were like, oh, wow, you're, you're really um, like, this is really helpful. Or I love how much you're coming out of your comfort zone and all that stuff. And the validation then feels good, but it's like, you're not going to get that pre-validation before you start. You need to just hit it and go with it mm-hmm. and the rest will, will follow. And even if you get no praise, you're doing this for you. You're not doing this for anyone else. So I think that's been really um, beautiful so far in 2021 is awesome. I feel like I've elevated uh, and I'm excited to continue that elevation by hopefully reaching more people and helping them to elevate as well. Cause that's the true fulfillment of course is, is the people yeah. who actually um, respond to this as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Yeah. How about for yourself, Leslie? Um, you know, I, I, I think the word that kind of just initially pops into my head is that I finally, um, found a way to accomplish consistency. Mm. Um, you know, one of my, uh, unhelpful beliefs uh, or fears, I should say, before I embarked on the journey of becoming a you know certified health coach is I was like, well, now I'm finding myself really passionate about health and I'm doing this. I've been doing it for about six months. What if I go into my health coaching certification and then I quit? 
you know, and then like, I've built this whole reputation of being into health. And then what if I give up again? Because I had tried and I had given up so many times before. Mm -hmm. Um, But then when I found out all of these just complete truths about how to create health. Um, and it just made so much more sense than what I had been, you know, having poured into me for so many years with diet culture and body shaming, you know, um, it just became so much easier and natural, you know, like finding, finding consistency, um, has been one of the most, uh, oh, and you know what? I was just about to say something about freedom. Um, you know, one of the questions I've been asked before is like, what have what's been one of the biggest, um, what's been one of the things that has really surprised you throughout your journey with health? And really, it's very clear to me, and it is the freedom that I have experienced in my relationship with food and, and also working out. Um, because I used to be on such a strenuous, you know, strict, Mm -hmm. you know, if I don't work out for 60 minutes and if I'm not, if I'm not sweating, um, if I'm not perfect, if I, you know, have cake on the weekend or something, then that means that I'm done. Um, but that, that, uh, unrealistic weight has been lifted off of me because I know the truth now. And that is why I found consistency and freedom. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if I went, you know, went off topic there, but that's, that's really where I am. Well, and I'll just, I'll just add really quickly, you know, I've met a lot of health coaches, whether they've found me through Instagram, um, or through IIN, like where I went to get certified through the alumni community. And a lot of them will say, you know, what piece of advice do you have? I'm just starting an Instagram or I'm just starting a business. I'm just starting to coach. What can I do? And I always say, and it's the most cliche line, Mm -hmm. but I say to be yourself because Mm -hmm. the problem is we think we need to be so perfect. And especially Mm -hmm. in the world of health, we think we need to portray salad, 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 salad all day long, right? Like, or whatever it is like. um, And then I think when you realize that you're just being yourself, you're living your life, you're happy. These are the things you're portraying. And and this is how you're going to coach and what you're going to do. People really resonate with that. They don't need to see perfection because guess what? They're not perfect. So that doesn't resonate with them right none of us are yeah exactly exactly we we can't anticipate that we can't expect that of ourselves and once we just define and understand that you know it's all about the feeling how do we get to that level you know Mm -hmm. what does that look like and and yeah we need to to reach out to people who you know have that specific knowledge to help us on that journey and so uh so thank you both for doing what you're doing it's 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 really wonderful before we wrap up i just want to give you guys the opportunity to to tell people about you know own your wellness podcast what can they expect and you know what is on the docket for uh for the future for you guys Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Own your wellness. We have a lot of fun things coming out in terms of the podcast. You'll see a lot more guest episodes. So we have a lot of fun guests mm-hmm. coming on talking about skin health. We have, we're doing a topic or we might even do a series on sex health. Cause we, we do find that that's really important. So whether you're in a relationship or you're single, I think it applies either way. And whether you're male or female, I think it applies either, either way. Sure. 
Um, we're, we're going to probably do a little bit more of the Q and a style as well. Cause we find that that that's pretty insightful. And the whole point of the pod is that it's 20 minutes, right? We, we yeah. stick to hopefully a 20 minute window. So it's short, it's easy. You put your headphones in and you, you can go for a 20 minute walk. Um, so I think from the podcast perspective and Leslie will definitely add anything to that. We, we have a lot of exciting shows to come and then future forecast on your wellness is really going to be built into a brand. So own your wellness retreats or own your wellness meetups oh, that we're going to have hopefully. Yeah. In the New York city or Hoboken area, um, maybe even virtually, or maybe even taking it on the road as well. So I think we have a lot of ideas, but we want to bring women or men together and talk about it. Cause there's nothing better and more powerful than being in a room filled with individuals who just want to learn more or who just want to yeah. speak more or collaborate or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. And, you know, I think the podcast enabled us to, um, connect with our community virtually. And, you know, I think that throughout the pandemic, most of us needed a health coach chirping in our ear. <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Somebody giving just more and more positive energy because it was, it was difficult for every single person. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So I am, gosh, I'm just so thankful that podcasts are such a thing now. Right. And, um, you know, it's, it, it really enabled us, like I said, to be able to kick off, um, the own your wellness brand. Um, Mm -hmm. and what we're really excited about is now we want to start seeing people in person and, you know, really, um, embracing that human connection because there is nothing that can ever replace that, you know? So we're really excited to start bringing people together. Um, it is going to be an extremely inclusive and diverse community. We're very focused on that. Um, all everyone is welcome. Everyone deserves to have this knowledge and to have a safe space and, Mm -hmm. Um, that is, that's our goal with, with yeah. on your wellness. And I really appreciate you giving us a, a space to, to share that we're, yeah, we're manifesting absolutely. all of these things. So <laughs> saying them, yeah. Saying them out loud is just, Oh, it just gets me giddy. No, so. the, it's the live your life with purpose podcast like that. This is our manifest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, it is. That. And it's, and it's so much fun to be able to understand and then to see it but we all have the ability to drive our own bus. Mm-hmm. That's the most powerful thing that, that, that we can start to understand is that we can move ourselves in the direction that we want. And so thank you both for all of the information that you give. You have amazing energy. You guys are a lot of fun and you present content that people can relate to, that they can understand and they can really use to their benefits. So thank you for all you do. Thank you for, you know, everything that you give to people and, uh, and keep doing some great work. Thank you. Thank, Scott. You. thank you for giving uh, us this space and you're doing incredible things out here too. You know, we've had some you. inquiries about joining podcasts before, um, but we really are a little particular with who we align with and, and your mission is so um, organic mm. and, and honest and human. Um, and so that's why, that's why we were so excited to connect with you and collaborate on something because you're doing incredible things out here too. So thank you. 
Thank you. This was great, you guys. Uh, I, I appreciate everything, and I look forward to future conversations. We just met, so I hope in the future, you know, we can. It'd be nice to meet in person and say hello. Absolutely. Uh, I think you guys are great. So, would excellent. love that. Sure. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Scott.